Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here we are. Look at us. We're getting it done. We're doing it. Feels like just yesterday I saw you stand up at that convention and tell the world what is coming for them. I love it. Sister's getting it done. I love it. Got it. You're excited. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about the setup. I'm going to sit here. Great. And we'll adjust the the mic. Maybe put them at ease off the top. Okay. Um, So then the guests uh, will sit there. Perfect. And during recording, Mm -hmm. I think I'll have you over there. With the door closed. Okay. Um, so I'll just lay low and I can pop out and give you feedback or? Uh, maybe just like give me ideas afterwards because I don't want to mess up the flow. Oh, or, okay. So yeah. I'll just sort of be a silent presence. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Good. So, sorry. So this one here or? Oh, it's a bathroom. It's a bathroom. Yeah. Oh, so I'll just hang out in this Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I can sit. Welcome to Come On, Come Out, a weekly podcast, a downloadable audio file you can play on a variety of devices, where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories. Brought to you by Distillery 92. Womentainment, for women, to women, 92. I'm Angela Rosserman. Today, we're excited to hear from Ingrid Youngerman, a lesbian filmmaker who makes shows, web series, movies, all about being a lesbian. Welcome, Ingrid. Thank you. Before we begin. Oh. Oh, you're hugging me. Okay. (laughs) I actually did um, a recent sensitivity training, um, and hugs were a big part of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I would think that it might... Go the other way, you know, for a, if you don't know somebody. Um. So, Ingrid, what is a lesbian and what's the goal? Uh, the goal? Mm. I, um, do you mind if we just move this a little bit, this plant? Because it's hanging right in our eye line and it just seems a little... I'm having trouble Sorry. connecting. Yeah, we're in my mom's meditation studio. We're actually going to have this place just, you know, totally made over. Get you know all the, all the pillows and plants and everything taken out, and hmm. the walls are going to be, you know, a flat matte black. Just mm-hmm. you know, kind of like Charlie Rose's old studio. Oh, yeah. I actually I worked with him for a number of years. Really? Yeah. Back that in must college. have been rough, considering. I love that guy. Okay, let's get serious. Mm-hmm. When, where, and how hard? I don't understand the question. Your coming out story. When did you come out? Well, I, I'm from Florida, born and raised. Mm. Also raised Jehovah's Witness. So 
I remember going door to door. So we'd take Bibles and pamphlets out and we'd go as a family um, house by house and try to pitch them the religion, essentially. Um, And that was really fun for me too. Everything was kind of fun for me as a kid. So I didn't really know what we were doing, but I knew we were all going to do something together. (laughs) And uh, um, for most of my life, I thought being queer, gay or lesbian meant that I was going to go to hell. So a lot of my life, I, I... didn't really even have a language for it. Um, It wasn't until I went to college, of course, um, where I came out to friends. Roughly, roughly what age was that? I'd say 18. So take me back to the day where you came out to your Jehovah's Witness family. It's a little cloudy. Uh, I don't know exactly when. I think it was probably Thanksgiving. I was in college. So I went home and I had a, I was really ready, had prepped for it. And I was really nervous. I remember sitting across this, the room from her and she sat um, across from me and I started crying. I was really upset. It was really hard for me to get it out. But I had also decided at that time that I was waiting to come out to her when I didn't have a girlfriend because I knew that she would think it was the person that was talking me into it. So I wanted to make sure I did it when I wasn't dating anybody so she knew it was just me. Uh, And I told her I liked women. I couldn't say lesbian or gay or anything. I said I liked women. Um, And she kind of insinuated that I had met some, like, hardcore lesbian in college that, you know, talked me into it and, you know, said, of course, it's going to be a phase, but then also kind of said, well, I'm not surprised with the clothes and the hair. Yeah. It definitely created distance from our relationship from that day um, to present. Yeah. First girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Dish. Um, my first girlfriend, I was 19. Softball player. Also from the South and religious and, you know, battling her own stuff. But we mm. we had a good nine-month run. And then I broke it off because I thought I was going to... I still had religious issues. So I thought that, you know, I was evil for it. I thought that I was going to hell. And then I also thought that my if my mom found out, that would kind of be the end of things. So I broke it off. And How'd she take it when you broke it off? Badly. I had pretty much the same experience. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With my first girlfriend, Samantha. Mm-hmm. When we broke up, I sw- she blew a gasket, dropped out of college, disappeared, changed her name. And I was like, wow, what just happened? <laughs> right? And like. Oh, you mean you didn't? You weren't upset? Uh, here's my thing with lesbians is very s- sensitive mm. people. And they can be very intense, and they become, like, obsessed with you. I mean, I'm remembering this ex-girlfriend. Like, it was, oh, my God. And when we broke up, she was so obsessed with me. It was actually, like, kind of sad. She, like, changed her name and, like, like didn't contact me at all, which clearly meant that she was, like, obsessed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Can you remind me who you are again? Hmm? Can you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, Yeah, I'm a sort of a tech entrepreneur. I was in Silicon Valley in 2014. I made the 24 under 24 list of most influential women in tech. And then a little slump in the valley, not 
sure what happened 2016 and a little of 2017, if you know what I mean. Not my favorite months, but we don't need to talk about that. And well, now back on the good coast and a total rebranding and I'm doing this show and interviewing you. And so anyway, my college ex, Samantha, you would miss one date and it would be like, I'm not answering the door. Like we're not talking. And I would be like, excuse me, excuse me. Hello? Excuse me. Do you know what I mean? Are you, uh, sorry, are you on either side of the door with the door closed? Yeah. Okay. And so I had Is been calling locked? her. So you yeah. would lock her out or? Well, she got us. Ugh, I just mentioned that I liked Arcade Fire. I wasn't like, go buy us tickets. I just mentioned, hey, they're coming to town. They're doing a show and my birthday's coming up. You know, I didn't tell her to get tickets, but she ended up buying us these really expensive tickets. And then I wasn't able to go last minute. And, like, I wasn't going to tell her that because, like, what am I going to do? Like, ruin her time? She can go see the concert by herself. Do you know what I mean? So, like, she just, like, flipped out. She, like, she was, like, blowing up my phone. I'm sorry. What? What? I just... Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I just... (laughs) I'm just surprised you wouldn't tell her. Well, no, I didn't tell her because she might be upset with me because... Well, you know, I was skipping the concert to go to a party. Charlie Rose invited me, and I was Mm. like, I can't say no to Charlie. I have to go to this party. It just seemed better not to tell her. Sure, I get it. So I come home, and yeah, I've been drinking, and I'm knocking on the door, and she's not answering, but I'm like, obviously she's home. Like, it's just something you have to get used to in lesbian relationships, I guess. The intensity, yeah. How did I even get on this topic? Um, one more thing about Samantha was like, like we would fight sometimes, but like other times we would have so much fun. So I'd be like, I don't understand why you can't just like focus on the fun parts. Like you always have to like, like anytime I like, it's like I'm always doing something wrong in her eyes. Did you have something to add or? On a scale of one to 10 with one being completely straight mm-hmm. and 10 being completely gay. What number are you? Um, I don't know if that's really... Um, nine. Wow. I'm going to have to get out of here. One last thing. Uh, For the final segment, we like to do what we call a second coming out. Your first coming out is for your family, and your second coming out is for yourself. You mean you do a second, like you fake it on the show? You do it? Basically, yes. Oh, okay. So I would like you to literally um, open up that closet door over there and get inside and close the door and then open it up. And then, um, and then we, you know, we'd have the audio of the door closing and opening and you coming out. And I think it would be probably pretty moving. Oh, okay. So... I'm going to go into the closet and then I shut the door. Yeah, it's it's a metaphor, but I want you to literally do that, yes. Okay. This one? No, that's the door you came in. Just next to the meditation waterfall. And, you know, if if you if you're feeling anything when you're in there, you know, have any sort of breakthroughs. I'm not going to feel anything. That's okay. Careful. Um, 
Just try just try jiggling it. Did you to the left? So how do you feel? Oh, it's um that was it. You don't because I didn't say anything or right. just dark. Yeah. How do I feel now or how do I feel? Yeah, in the after your closet? second coming out, yeah. Um I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Tired, maybe. Absolutely normal to feel drained. Yeah, it's just it's a long trip to Queens. Um, mm. I biked here, so. Ingrid Youngerman, thank you so much. Thanks. Come back, come out, come up anytime. Okay, thank you. You could just see yourself out because I have some more episodes to record. Yes, Samina, come out. Woo! Oh, gosh. Ah, that's so stuffy in there. Oh. Well, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Um, I, I guess, I, and you know, one note about being in the, bathroom. I do feel like I'm spying. It's very it's very cramped in there. My mm-hmm. foot fell asleep. So that... Well, um, maybe you shouldn't have worn heeled boots, I guess. Oh, I thought you liked these. Yeah, it just doesn't really make sense to have a straight woman in the room while we're doing the interview. So oh. that's where that's where I was coming from with the ah, bathroom thing. Yes. Well, I, I'll make it work, I guess. I'm just gonna okay. lay it all out there. You talk a lot about yourself. Um, yeah. And you said a a lot of details about this one other, this Samantha, I don't know. I I maybe mentioned her like once. Uh-huh. I wonder if we can cut around Ingrid, like jazz her up a bit with some edits. Hmm. And just from an HR standpoint, I think just in this era, um, best practice is not to hug the guests. Anyway, m- mostly I, I I don't think you should talk so much about yourself or your ex. <laughs> those, 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 that would just be my big takeaways. Are you gay? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not there yet. I just got divorced three months ago. <laughs> exactly. So why don't you just focus on producing? Uh-huh. My note for you, oh. I guess, is maybe to get some better guests, maybe some more famous guests. Yes. I and will say... Jehovah's Witness? Yeah. Oh, there's a... There's a lot to dig in there, so okay. <laughs> I thought it could. Anyway, I think if you don't talk about your yourself or this 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 other person, your relationships, I think you'll. It's nice for a relatable moment, mm-hmm. um, but I think then it's a, you got to launch from from there. So, my mom needs her meditation room back. So, oh, of course, right, and oh, thank you for liking my boots. <laughs> Out was written and directed by Stuart Thorndike, produced by Julia Botero and Crystal Duhame. Editing by Crystal Duhame. Sound design and mix by Great City Post. Original music by Jason Faulkner. Special thanks to Ingrid Youngerman, Sherry Wolf, Mary Houlihan, Gabby Hoffman, Sam Jay, Anna Gasteyer, June Russell, and Diane Russo. All episodes recorded at Great City Post. Come On, Come Out is a production of Refinery29, Ditmas Park Productions, and Distillery92, who do not influence or endorse the content of this production.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.